What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year. And what's up, fellas? What's hey, man. Friday. Friday. Just Gotta get Cafe. down on Friday. Friday, Friday night. It's Friday, Friday. Oh, God. I prefer a just get paid. It's Friday night. This party's hunting. This is right. Come on, Johnny Kemp. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul. Come on. Come on, fellas. Okay. No, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Dempsey does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm 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 sorry for our listeners' ears. I'm not musically inclined as much as Cedric, so I do apologize for that little shit I just did. I <laughs> said. <laughs> oh, so what's good, man? It's Friday. We are here. We are not with Chris, though. Chris is not on today's episode, but that's okay. M-I-A. He's MIA, but we know what. As we always do, we keep the show going because that's what men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men, end up doing every single time. Fellas, mm-hmm. so we're here. It's Friday. Let's uh let's take this, let's take our conversations in a different route. Let's talk a little bit about something that probably plagues men more than we often know. If it's cool with y'all, I would love to get into a discussion about depression, you know. Depression is one thing that I don't think a lot of men talk about. And by the time it's, you know, a conversation is ready to be had, sometimes it might be too late, you know? So I kind of wanted to find out from the two of you gentlemen, you kind gentlemen, at what point do you guys think or realize you're even depressed? That's, that's a good one. Cause I mean, you know, depression, you know, it can it can really grab you by the throat. I mean, mm-hmm. but for a lot of people, I think it really depends on, um, you know, the situation, because for for someone, you know, it, it could be a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be, you know, another factor such as, uh, you know, you know, a medication. Mm uh you know so it really depends on you know really you know or e- either could be the weather yeah you know if, you, if you're not getting enough you know vitamin d you yeah, know sunlight, ie yeah. yeah sunshine mm-hmm. so you know you, you really got to be careful about that you know i believe what is it like um you know alaska or you know somewhere out west you know i believe it's you know they're the you know number one you know, at risk of, of suicide, but mm. um, let me, uh, well, uh, let me ask, let me ask this question. What are some telltale signs of you guys going through depression? Like if a close friend or a relative, you know, is 
with you or they're noticing some different patterns in your behavior, what are some signs that you think they should look for to determine whether or not you're going through a bout of depression? So uh, I actually was like kind of scrolling to try to find this because like I actually find it to be very true. So a lot of tell signs is like that guy that says that always says, hey, if someone asks you, how you doing? I'm doing OK. Or like they over, they're like, oh, they try to drown themselves in work and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. also uh, it was like being a perfectionist, too. So uh, those are some of the signs that uh, I saw a while back on a thing. And it kind of made me like look at some of myself too. Uh, so look at myself sometimes too about like sometimes like I like I think you guys know like I'll just like try to focus on a goal, and like I think I try to like repress that I might be feeling depressed and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. also yeah. uh, what Dempsey said about um, the sun, like uh, so for me like um, when I was at Ferris, I actually got sick, and they couldn't figure out what was going on for a while. So uh, I actually have like lower vitamin D levels. Mm. um uh than most people i guess so i actually had to uh like i had to be conscious like so i had to be conscious of like getting sunlight and stuff like that and taking like pills and stuff but when i like i was like i think you guys know so like i remember i just got up and moved to texas like i took that 40 hour like i took empty my bank account and just jumped on a bus and stuff like that because like i knew something was wrong with me and i knew where my current state was like you can't heal in the same environment that made you sick so i got mm. out of this and um i kid you not like even like the further i got away like the brighter like the sun became like i actually started feeling a lot better like so like actually seriously like getting sunlight and that vitamin d actually caused me to feel better like so even now like and like this is just between uh, well this is between everybody i guess like like when i go back to michigan dude i feel depressed like it's it's crazy like um even when i first went back from leave and stuff like that i didn't want to be social and stuff like that because like i was so even over in kuwait like i was still happy like i wasn't necessarily depressed but like there was like so much sun so i know maybe i was like blocking out certain things but like instantly when i got back to michigan dude i just felt depressed i was like bummed out i was like sad. i didn't want to visit people i didn't want to see anybody mm-hmm. and stuff like that so uh I, I do agree with Dempsey said about the sun. It does. It definitely does play uh, a huge factor into it, but also uh, a huge factor we should look out for with our uh, fellow friends and family is someone that always tries to stay busy because the reason why they're trying to stay busy is so they don't have time to think about what's really going on and for them to feel that depression. So they try to become like find things to distract themselves. Yeah. I was that was a long explanation. No, sorry. you're good, man. I think you really, um, you really covered and touched on and hit on a lot of good points. Those are good talking points. And one thing, because something alarmed or jumped out at me when you were speaking, when you said that you up and moved to Texas, I didn't know you relocated to Texas because you were depressed. I thought that you just had a, you know, you just wanted something different for you, for yourself. You just wanted a, a change, but. I needed to change, honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember. I didn't tell anybody for a long time. You didn't, like, I told no. Chris. Yeah. And like, the only reason I asked Chris to take me, because I knew Chris wouldn't ask me any fucking questions. Like, because <laughs> Chris is that friend. Like, 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 yeah. So, yeah. And I feel like I'm that friend that would, would attempt to probe a little bit and exactly. but still be, That's but still be respectful. Cause you know, I'm trying to figure out like what's going on. Cause you know, I, I'm trying to like f- help fix it 
for you or help you navigate through it to, to figure out what's going on. But no, that's a good point that, you know, sometimes there's there's certain battles that people got to face themselves. And I think that's uh, important that you ended up doing that because that was for yourself and for anything, for any change to happen. I think you probably realized that was something that you were going to have to tackle alone. So uh, I'll tell you like the short thing. So like, I don't know if I, my dad told me, but I know it was from a chicken noodle book. Like if you guys are old, you, you'll know about the chicken noodle soup books. But um, so there was <laughs> this, this, uh, this guy, he had a son and his son was like super like depressed and down and like just feeling like shit. So he, uh, he was like, oh, I just need to get out of here. I just need to get out of here. So his dad didn't stop him, but his dad gave him a note. Uh, he said, hey, don't open this until you get to your destination. Uh, so the son, like, uh, he gets on the plane and he goes to uh, he goes to Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. And like uh, like he doesn't open the note that his dad gives him. Uh, I think his dad told him to open it up a couple of days later. Sorry. But like so he's feeling like shit down there. Right. And he's just like, oh, damn, like maybe I shouldn't have came. So like, you know, he goes and he opens up the note his dad said. And his dad said, you can't, like, wherever you go, until you uh, heal or solve the problem, the problem is always going to go with you. So you can't ever run from your problems. Mm. So I think uh, for me, I don't necessarily think I was, like, running, but, like, I just knew that the environment that I was in was not healthy to me. So, like, I like I understood that I still had problems and things I needed to work on. Yeah, but I think it was just the environment that didn't allow me to work on those problems. Mm, so, okay. uh, so I want people to know that you can't outrun problems. Like they're always, no matter where you go, uh, even with a job or anything like that. If the environment is unhealthy for you, that's I, I get it. But if the if there is problems with you, it doesn't matter if you get a new job or a new boss or a new house or a new environment those problems are still going to be with you. So that's something you guys definitely, I want people to look into it. Maybe it's the environment that's making you depressed or making you unhealthy. Yeah. So those are some things that you want to look at. Cause you can't always blame yourself or you can't always blame the environment. You have to do some soul searching and figure out which it is. Yeah. Amen to that. No good take again. Great talking points right there, Justin. Those that's some, uh, those some powerful words that you ended up sharing with not only us, but our listeners. I think for me, the moment that I realized that I'm depressed is that I kind of shut down, you know, I kind of go into hiding a little bit and you guys know me. I'm there's not really a mean bone in my body, but if I start to get like mean or irritable, I think that's kind of like a defense mechanism that's going on with me that I just need people just to kind of keep their distance from me. It doesn't have that you saying in space. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, okay. I've even caught myself like being a little snappy at, at times with certain people. And that's and I hate being like that. Very seldom does it happen because, you know, not, I don't really let a lot of things get under my skin or let anyone get under my skin. But I think that's probably when I realized that. I'm probably fighting a little bit of depression. So um, but on the flip side to that, what I want to ask you guys is, and Justin, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I do not know if it was the last time, but 
When were you guys' last bout with depression? Justin, was yours when you were in Kuwait? Or excuse me, no, when you were in Michigan? I mean, since you've left Michigan, have you dealt with it since? Um, not like, like, honestly, like, I felt like sometimes I, I felt down a little bit, but like, um, like even when I was over in Kuwait and stuff like that, like I felt down a little bit, but like it was like I would get a call from you or text from you or like especially like after we started uh, the podcast, like it was very far in between. Like I, w- I wouldn't have moments or anything like that because like we all kind of talked and communicated. So it was like a piece mm-hmm. of me was like back home. But like, honestly, the last time I was depressed was like um, when I went to uh, when I came back home man. like I just I just feel like for me, like it's a sign. Like when it comes to Michigan, like uh, it's not my place to uh, stay there. I think that's it's always going to be my home and to visit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's. I think that part of my journey is over, and I think it's time for me to still keep expanding. And I think, like internally, I know that, and that's why I think my body or my mind has that reaction when I go back home. Mm, okay. Okay. Hmm. I appreciate you putting that in, into perspective a little bit. What about you, Dempsey? I mean, when was the last time you could say that you were depressed? I think for me, it was when certain people have, have passed away. I think for me, that it was mainly my grandpa, just because of the fact that he was, mm. um, you know, I was really close with him. But because of the fact that it was the first time that I had really dealt with um someone that was really close with me and but at the same time you know um when you did when you're dealing with someone that you've never had to deal with dealt or with with death you know Mm -hmm. you don't know how to handle your own emotions um so i think that really has a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. but even on that on that note it still has like i said well, I guess I should say when I was on one of my medications, probably when I'm, I was in my, I want to say my junior year in high school, I was in a little bit of, um, yeah, I was, was it like a little some, funk. Yeah. Of? Yeah. Yeah. I was about that time I was dealing with some depression, but that lasted for maybe um, a few weeks or so, but I did, um, get out of it Mm -hmm. but and then also even with this uh with this job you know after you know when one of the one of my consumers passed away oh yeah but um but there was one in particular that i was really close with that had passed away um last was it yeah it was last year was it during covid i like maybe between january and march yeah it wasn't they didn't die as a result of covid but, but during the pandemic right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um so you know it, it didn't help though during all of that with all this going on and um and just the fact i mean i learned though to separate you know my own emotions from from that person but you know as soon as they were getting ready to to pass on you know i i tried to you know separate my own emotions from you know continuing on with my my uh, professional job um but that can also bring on more 
um, problems with that as well. So that kind of brought on some more uh, problems with it. So that that right there. And also with that, um, when I was dealing with alcohol as well, you know, that mm. right there as well. Um, you know, there was a lot of uh, depression with that. It didn't really, I wouldn't say it wasn't really, you know, depression, but at the same time, when you drink excessively, you didn't, you kind of blur the line between mm-hmm. depression and, uh, you know, when, when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was just, but yeah, continuing on. That's a lot to, to bring to on. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot yeah. to deal with, man. So, I can only imagine how, how you were going through that, especially yeah. around that time. You had a lot. It, was, it sounded like a laundry list of situations yeah, and scenarios what, and problems that were piled in, piled onto you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still kind of, you know, checking each, each list, you know, kind of day by day mm-hmm. as well as, you know, kind of, you know, making each, uh, list you know a priority but at the same time i don't see that going away you know anytime soon um yeah it's i know it'll still be there like um justin was saying you know no matter um how far you go um it'll still be there no matter what so so you um you bring up a good point and i kind of want to ask this next question and I don't even know if you can 100% give an answer to it or if there is a solution to this question. But how do you guys snap out of depression? I guess what steps can you take to get over that hump? I know that um, it might always be around, but I guess how can you suppress those emotions of depression? So, thankfully, my employer current employer like cares a lot about these things for mm. people that they employ and like we actually have trainings that uh we go to and it's a it's a disc it's like it gets annoying i get it and stuff like that but for a person like me that like first like because like you have to take these trainings every year so that's why it does become annoying and a lot of people are disgruntled at the trainings and stuff like that well the first time i had this training it actually was very beneficial to me. So mm-hmm. it's the technique is called hunt the good stuff. Hunt the good stuff. Okay. Yep. So I could come in and like everything I know is just, it seems to be going wrong, but the, the trick is to try to find something. Yeah. Everything sucks right now. I get it. Like, and, but like try to find something that's good, like try to find something that's good. And then you start hunting those good things. And then, you're like, you're starting to see, oh, you know what, you know, today, it's maybe it's just today that sucks. You know, it's not my life that sucks. It's just today that sucks. You know, I'm alive. I'm up breathing. Mm-hmm. I have a roof above my head. And then like, so those are, that's like the technique you're doing. You're finding like today, my day sucked, but you're mm-hmm. finding good things that are keeping you going. And and then, so, so you, you don't feel as down and as bad, like, like depression, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I, I think I have it. Like, I don't know how to like i do feel depressed at times so i feel like depression um i used to was trying to write this poem a long, like, long time and the title of it was depression is my best friend 
because I feel like if you have depression, no matter what you go through, no matter who you talk to, it's always going to be there. And I, I feel like you, you learn to live with it and you understand it in a mm. way. Mm-hmm. So you understand when you're depressed and you understand like, okay, it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to do this. But now, like I said, now, like, let me start hunting the good stuff. Like, and then you start finding out what's getting you, uh, making what's, what's making you depressed. And then yeah. you try to address it from there. But like I said, like, I just try to, for me, I just, I, the technique is called hunt the good stuff. So hunt that's what I kind of, I like yeah. that. So I know I'm giving along these long, crazy winded explanations. Bro, relax. So yeah, but no, like really look into that. Like just next time things are going bad for you. I don't know, man. Just try to find a couple good things like Cedric, like you got a wife, you got a kid, you got a beautiful home. You are kids. Sorry. You, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're uh, got a roof above your head. You got a freezer stocked of food. You know, you got friends and family that love you. And like, you'd be surprised, man, how quick your day can turn around. Or maybe it might not turn you know, the shit storm may still be there, but at least you're not feeling as low as you did before. Boy, deserve a standing ovation right there. Get that man his flowers because that was beautiful, man. It really was. I think that's a, a very healthy and informative take that you gave for real. <laughs> I think you can apply that, man. You know, that that's really good. Damn. Yeah, that was <laughs> I'm kind of speechless a little bit, bro. That was I appreciate that. Uh, thank the training. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he said, thank the training. <laughs> <laughs> thank the training. Like, you can tell things are, are working, and that's, you know, he's getting results, Dempsey, and that's that's a good sign. But um, no, no, I <laughs> going off of what, you know, he said, you know, Justin, uh, or what you're saying, Justin, you know, that's my dad tries to um, say the same thing you know i i have a roof over my head you know i have a job i have everything that i could pretty much ask for because you know there are so many people out there that have things that you know we could you know wish for mm-hmm. um and that have unfortunately have already passed on as a result of covid um mm-hmm. you know from like the war that's still going on overseas Um, just things that have, you know, could have had a a life that have been taken way too shortly. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, they're just, you know, depression, like I said, is just very unfortunate. And, um, you know, it's like, what else, you know, what else is there to say? I will say. I don't think that I gave my take on the last question, but I think the last bout of depression that I had was like a, like a full on depression was right before I went on my family vacation to Myrtle Beach. I probably was and this was about a year ago, maybe like from October to December, maybe January of 2020 is when okay. I was de- depressed that was right when we were just getting men of the year off of the ground i don't think i told anybody this because and i've said it in previous episodes that i don't want i don't want my issues to become other people's issues i so i think i still do a good job at compartmentalizing and not not giving people the burden of dealing with cedric and what cedric's going through um I don't know where this depression actually stemmed from. Well, I have a question. 
Yeah, yeah. But um, but what I do know is that at the end of the day, some days it ain't sunny, but it ain't so hard. And I set that on uh previous episode. I just gotta realize that it's nothing a soldier can't handle, and that there's probably somebody out there who has it worse than me. And like Justin was explaining in his explanation, you know, you have good things that are going for you. And it was just weird because, I mean, around that time, we were on a family vacation. But I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't want to do anything like I just wanted to just chill in our Airbnb, not do anything. Yeah, we had tons and tons of activities and events that we had planned. But I kind of had to force myself to get up and get out and go have fun. And some of those activities and spending with my with my family, it kind of diminished the, the depression over time. And, you know, when I got home from that vacation, you know, the, the weather started changing, starts to get a little darker, quicker. It starts to become a little colder, there's less sunshine, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, that stuff, it did bother me. And work was extremely busy and it was weighing down on me. And like I said, I was compartmentalizing and not letting any of that stuff spill into my personal life. And, you know, I think the one thing for me, it's got a one thing that helps me snap out of depression is just time. Like I'm going to have my days. I'm going to be irritable. I, I apologize in advance if I end up snapping at you. Um, but just know that it's not from an ill place. I just I just need some some space. That's all that it comes down to. And you guys probably didn't realize that from me because there were some good things that were going on. And I, that's why I'm thankful that we have this platform right now. I was so excited to get this podcast up off the ground because we could talk about these things that bother us. Like it's been what this is the 36th episode, probably. And we're just now talking about depression, you know, but all the other topics that we've talked about, I'm so happy that we were able to give our take on these and provide our own testimonies because you know i do listen to our episodes after you know i edit them and i i feel so much better that we ended up talking about it and it just makes me feel really good after i listen to what we talked about so Sorry for my long-winded answer. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. no, man. No, I'm just messing. I'm not going to apologize for that. But uh, Justin, you sounded like you had a question. So, and so, uh, keep in mind, like this is just, like I feel like people in the Midwest will maybe understand it. So, because of the time frame that you said, like that's what got me buzzing. And then also, I was thinking about time that I'm that I left Michigan too. So, for some people that that. Uh, that don't know about this, there is a such thing called seasonal depression. Yeah. Mm. And uh, mm. so for people that's in a state like ours, you know, like our state is beautiful and it's, it's lovely, but mm-hmm. I can, I can promise you like, like when I like think about it, I've always been depressed during the winter time. Yeah. Because like we tend to like people in, in colder States, like we live in, most people tend to be inside more. So you're not getting that. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I said, I can, you know, funnel it down to because like i know i have a, a low level of vitamin d so like i get mm-hmm. more depressed during the winter time but like again like it's also part of that whole thing of seasonal depression we're getting less vitamin d so a lot of people so that's something to think about too maybe you you have seasonal depression too so 
Um, I just want to give you guys more tools and more things to be able to, to research on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, because I think that's probably what it was. I mean, I remember, you know, um, spouse, excuse me, um, asking, hey, hey, what's wrong? Or I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of going through a funk right now and trying to see, well, is this something that we should have you talk to somebody about? And I'm like, no, I think it's just something that's going to pass. You know, I just I got to weather this storm alone um, and I'll, I'll be better. You know, there's nothing bad is going to happen to me. I just need a little bit of space, you know. So if, you know, I'm kicking it with you guys one minute and then I go off into a room by myself, I'm just trying my best to get in a better mental space. I think that's what it was. I mean, like once fall occurs, like once fall is here, I'm like, uh uh-oh, I kind of feel myself kind of taking a tiny dive. But I do know that it's just going to be temporary. And I know it's, you know, nothing that's going to be clinically diagnosed as far as mm-hmm. depression is concerned. So I'll be OK. I just you just got to give me a minute. You know, I'll get back up to speed. I'll get back up to speed. I always do. So. And then, you know, a lot of people are depressed during the holiday season, too. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. like Dempsey was saying, some of us, we might not have loved ones who normally come and spend these holidays with us so it's a very difficult time or maybe it's um something that we probably won't get back as far as certain uh activities and things like that when you know friends or family pass because it it, you know it brings me to this next comment that i'm going to make like when you know that people end up passing away, things really do change as far as the dynamic of the family is concerned. Like when a grandmother or grandfather passes away, that affects your mom and or dad so much. And then you can, it's like the way that it's affecting them is overtly happening. You can see them. You can physically see your you know, mom and or dad feeling a certain type of way. And, you know, families might not get together and they might lose a little bit bit of cohesion because some families, they, you know, uh, depending on who that that rock is of the family. And once they end up passing, you know, things kind of kind of wither away in the family a little bit. So I think also as well for in terms of depression, uh, another symptom might be that you may not want to be spending as much time with uh, said family, um, especially, you know, just in general, um, mm-hmm. you may want to be making up, ex- um, uh, making up excuses. Yeah. Excuses, excuses. Oh. I don't know why, why I was having such a hard <laughs> it's time. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's Friday, um, right. but yeah, you know, I think, you know, like I said, you know, depression is just, it hits you hard. Mm-hmm. It does. It's funny you say that because like around the holidays and stuff, I'll have, you know, we'll have Thanksgiving and or when Christmas approaches and things like that. Sometimes and I'm very guilty of it and uh, I'll end up finding myself alone or wanting to be alone it's a job in itself to bring me to family functions and things like that. It's, it's kind of tough um, around that time. Cause again, 
it's the seasonal depression. All I want to do is be by myself. I don't want to like become social and things like that. I mean, I love both of my family so much. I really do. But a lot of the times I just need that me time, that solo Cedric time. And it's not a, you know, it's not an indictment on my loved ones or anything like that. But around that time of the year, I, I, I am battling and I may not let them know that because again, I do not, I, it's, it's so paramount for me when I say this, I do not like making my problems, other people's problems. And it's weird. Cause on the flip side to that, all I want to do is help people like the ones that I care about and love the most. I always want to try to lend a helping hand. But when the tables are turned, I, I don't want that same energy. I don't want anybody to do that for me because, again, I don't want to be a burden or a liability on others. And maybe that might be selfish of me to think that I'm declining help. But I promise you that nothing bad is going to happen to me because I have a lot of people who depend on me. For example, I have two little boys who really need their father. And my number one job, my purpose, like I said on a couple episodes ago, my purpose right now is to be the best dad that Cedric can be. But yeah, I think the, the I think of the, the pandemic was probably a, a, a catalyst for a lot of people's depressions that they did not know that they even had. <laughs> I think we we just approached well, a little over 700,000 deaths. Oh, wow. So, mm. Yeah. The last time somewhere. I checked, it was around 500,000. That was a couple months ago. But if it's at 700 plus, yeah, that's that's crazy. Mm. Oh. Cool. Cool. Uh, fellas, I think this was a pretty good uh, eye opener. We're at the tail end of the episode, of course. So, you know, I want to ask you guys your pop culture theme of the week. What is it or what are they? If you guys want to go ahead and rattle them off. All right. Well, all right. I'll go first. (laughs) So, um, I was, I was listening to my iPod, my iPod that I've had since like 2010. It's a third generation iPod touch. I, uh, had it on shuffle because I normally listen to my Spotify, but um, this day I had my iPod on and I'm probably going to get kicked in the teeth for this, but one of r kelly's song came on or one of his songs came on and i forgot how much of a good song it was it's not it's not an actual single but it's called ghetto queen featuring crucial conflict i think it was off of his album title r and i think it was back in like 1998 99 like right around when space jam was pretty popular or what have you but uh that one came on and i had it on repeat for at least 20 minutes and i was just like riding out to it like man this is such a dope song like the lyrics are dope the beat is dope like etc etc so that one would be mine i apologize if that might offend anybody but hey what we do here on men of the year we speak our truth so as painful as they may be that's mine okay hey i like again that's why i asked like um, I think, man, I mean, good music is good music. Good music is. I really do believe that. Like, we got to, and 
uh, like I said, I don't condone any music that like or any music that would like say something about doing certain acts to uh, cr- certain criminal acts towards kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he has some good music, man. I'm, I, yeah. I don't feel bad about saying that. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. He's what it is. I'm so a buddy of mine. He does. He has this uh, history thing that he posts, but I don't think it. But shout out to him. It's called Quick History Lessons. Um, so he always posts uh, a lot of good things, uh, just about history in general. So I guess that's going to be my culture thing of the week. You can look him up on Facebook. It's called Quick History Lessons. History lessons. Um, and okay. Yeah, and they're and they're very good. They're uh actually very well detailed. He's a very articulate young man, and um, uh, you know, he is not biased. Uh, he tries to give both sides and mm-hmm. uh, a very clear perspective. And uh, he's like me. He also loves history. So, uh, I guess I just want to give him a shout out to that because that'll lead into a lot of uh, I guess like uh, culture events and stuff like that, and uh, things that people can really learn about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then also, I do want to bring up this because, like, I would love to have someone come on here and talk about this because, like, I don't know what we're doing now. We're like, um, I don't care because I'm not super into comics, so I don't care necessarily. I just, I just want to get the understanding of like all these superheroes that are coming out to be gay or bisexual or anything like that. Mm. Like, mm. is that to make us make people feel more included that there's people out there like them? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just curious about, like, I was like, man, what is, because I guess, like, Superman now is, like, bisexual. And then, uh, so apparently, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern, and a couple other, uh, Black Widow, like, apparently all of them, they're like, I didn't, I didn't know this, which is crazy. So, I wonder, like, if we have any listeners, if they could uh, message in on us, like, and give their take about, like, how do they feel about this Do they feel like they're pandering towards um, mm-hmm. towards that community. Like just how like uh, I know we talk about like uh, blackface and stuff like that when uh, we feel like there's certain celebrities that are uh, uh, pandering towards black people. So they're so they try to put on this persona and act this way and dress this way and support these certain issues. Like I wonder, do anyone in your guys's community, uh, if you listen, do you guys feel this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be a good episode. Cause yeah, yeah is I'm it? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Like, are they pandering? Are they bandwagoning? I don't know. So yeah, but that's those are questions that might need some answers to, which men of the year do not have just yet. So <laughs> no, yeah. but that was just one of my social things because I just saw uh, an article about it. It was like, oh, Superman's bisexual, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, I yeah, care. I saw Maybe. that. I, pff, I had no clue. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, oh, I thought he was smashing Lois, but all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as far as the, I knew. <laughs> yeah, they're saying it's the new Superman, or maybe it's like his son or something. I don't know. But um, because I'm not really into comics, but uh yeah, I have no idea. Cool, cool. All right, Dempsey, what do you uh, have, man? For me, I got Hella Hose by ASAP Mob. Oh, I got Hella Hose. <laughs> Hey, ASAP 12 because he's my favorite member of ASAP Mob. He snapped on that first verse, though. <laughs> I got hoes. I got hella hoes. Hella hoes. Oh. <laughs> I love when Dipsy raps. It's the best. 
<laughs> He's spitting that shit. Uh, okay, cool, cool. Well, no, fellas, hey, good job on the conversation. Um, it really made me think, and I hope it made you guys think too. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do this again. You guys already know who we are. Dempsey, Justin, and myself, Cedric. We are the men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men. Until next time, we will get up with you guys. We love y'all. Peace. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year.